Broad Street Bully Podcast. Talking Flyers hockey. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode 349 of the Broad Street Bully Podcast. Almost about tree fitty, but just 349. What's going on? It's Drew Papsky along with Jeff and Doyle. And uh, it's the end of November, almost. This has been a great month for Flyers hockey. Boy, oh boy, let me tell you. Wow. So happy to be here. Could be Thanksgiving leftovers, but instead I'm doing this. So welcome. Welcome to the show. Doyle, Jeff. Should we just talk about Diablo 2 or Backstreet Boys or Noir? Are we still doing the triumvirate of uh, amazingness? It's not the Flyers. We did have a pretty rigorous discussion about rune words. Yeah, we did. So I think this is this is the time. In case anyone's wondering uh, how many times we get laid during the week, clearly it's a million because of all this Diablo 2 talk. It gets the ladies all flustered and men because um, we're, we're inclusive here. So, yeah, man, this is, this is great. The Flyers are on their third 10-game losing streak in a calendar year. Um, which is which is great. That's that's really good, and that's wonderful. It um, is impressive how consistently bad they are. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we knew this was coming this year after last year, but I just think it's been the last. It's you think like all these injuries are adding up. Yeah, sure, but the last three years, this has been like it's going to happen every time. They actually called it out during the Penguins game. I don't know if you watched the Penguins game. I did not. So no Black Friday matinee. I watched a little bit of the first period, but then I got I got um got booked last minute on a gig. Speaking of which, I got plenty. I'm just kidding. I'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> I was busy heading to that. So now the TNT announced team put up a graphic that showed all the flyers who were on IR, and then they were like thirty. I think it's like thirty six million of their salary cap is injured right now. Uh, and they're like, you know, it's uh, it's not like an excuse. It's just kind of a fact. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely a fact or whatever. Like that, that is definitely weighing them down. And this happened last year too. Um, we saw this with we. I mean, we repeat. We've been repeating ourselves for a year at this point. This around this time last November, we were worried about Hayes, Couturier, and uh, Ellis still had only played what two games. So maybe you three, made it to three four. games. Yeah, I'm sorry. This was shortly after we were at 13th Child Brewery with our live show last year. That was in November. He averaged a point per game, didn't he? Yeah, he was so good for the whole time. I think he, he still there. has more points than Nolan Patrick does. <laughs> well, I think they both have the same chance to play. Zero ever again. <laughs> but um, it's it's just rough. It's rough to be a Flyers fan. But at least we had Thanksgiving to spend with our families, right? I had uh, pumpkin cheesecake for breakfast, and goddamn, I'm telling you that if I haven't hit rock bottom yet, I soon will because the Flyers are just driving me to this. Uh, so you had pumpkin cheesecake for breakfast on Thanksgiving or today? Just today. It was left over. I was like, I don't feel like <laughs> making <laughs> eggs. I don't feel like doing that. I'm going to have a little piece of that because I didn't have a piece of it yesterday yeah. when I wanted to because I was full from leftover dinner. told the insurance company I lost my cold diapy, and now I just wear that and eat cheesecake. Oh, dude, that would be a that would be a good uh, heel turn for me. <laughs> but it was just you know I, I had a little had a little slice for a little breakfast with my coffee, you know. Figure why not? It's the holiday season, and uh, the Flyers aren't giving me any happiness. Maybe a small piece of pumpkin cheesecake on a Sunday morning where I have to wait all goddamn day for the Eagles to go on at eight twenty tonight. Maybe that'll keep me happy. You know, keep me going. Yeah, maybe because maybe you won't. who knows? We actually have a, a clip of John Tortorella talking about his thoughts on the team. 
Uh, this is uh, exclusive uh, BSB podcast clip. This is John Tortorella explaining what he th- feels about how the Flyers have been playing in the last month or so. It's shit! Oh, shit! A big long turd! That, once again, was an exclusive with the Broad Street Boy podcast. <laughs> wherever you get podcasts. Um, thoughts on uh, Tortorella's analysis of his team's play? <laughs> he is Quite not accurate. missing a chance to say they suck. <laughs> I mean... Obviously, that was we hired voice actors to reenact what he said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but that pretty much does sum up his thesis for what he's been saying. And like, what was it two weeks ago? Like, yeah, we suck. No four check. We just suck. And then after the game, he's now talking about the team. He said he's going to stop pointing out single players. He's just going to say the team, the team, the team. Because I think uh, him and Kevin Hayes are about to like break up. I know what I, if this is all some kind of plan for John Tortorella to get Kevin Hayes to waive his no movement clause. It's, it's brilliant. What? He's just going to keep riding him until like he eventually says, no, what, I'll go somewhere else. Yep. He wants, I went out of town and then they shed that contract. And then that way Chuck Fletcher can go ahead and sign Cal Clutterbuck to that seven year deal. He deserves Kevin Hayes is the only like high earning forward right now. That's still in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Farabee's there, but still, like, Farabee's kind of like, I don't think he's fully healthy yet, man. He does not look the same as he did last year. Well, the the issue with Kevin Hayes is that he's been playing, like, third, third line wing, I think, now. So your he's top center is... Center yeah, your your top center now. <laughs> like, take your pick from Kate. uh, Noah Cates or Morgan Frost. Yeah, they the team, right? So... Just a quick update on people who haven't been watching as much or whatever. So Cam Atkinson still week to week. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. We won't see him again. He was they uh he was in the press box at the Wells Fargo Center against the Penguins. Yeah, so, so I mean, but I feel like this mysterious injury, like we don't even know this upper body. Maybe it's concussion stuff. I don't know. Well, because there was a while there where people were like, remember when he was just practicing and skating with the team when they were in Columbus and like it didn't look like he was actually traveling with the team. Apparently he's at least in Philly now. Um because he was in the building for the Black Friday matinee. Maybe he had some mental health issues. Upper body, like brain issues. Maybe. I don't know. I'm speculating because I don't, I don't know. Uh, clearly. Uh, Konechny is going to be out for a couple more weeks. Uh, after our podcast last week, an injury report came out about Konechny with his wrist. So he should be back the first week after like another week or so into December. Scott Lawton, same deal. He'll be back in a couple weeks, and then uh, Wade Allison should be back hopefully by mid-December with his hip problem. Uh, but Anisimov's back. He's playing for Lehigh, so maybe we'll get some offensive boost there. I don't know. The whole team, I mean, when I say Lehigh, I feel like I'm talking about the Flyers roster right now. Top center, Artem Anisimov in the year 2022. Yeah, really tough. I mean, the good news is Kiefer Bellows has been getting, he got like his career high in uh, play time or ice time the other night. Um, oh yeah, but Tortorella hates him as much as he hates Hayes. He's given him more room, I guess, to try to you know get going and see what he has. That's what Tortorella's quote was something along the lines. I just want to see who he is and giving him more opportunity to show that. But um, this lineup just looks. There's, it doesn't really give me much excitement looking at the line. I have the line combination on the screen in front of me, and I know this is what I've. This is once again like. Another a season of a show you're kind of checked out on, but you want to see how it ends, but you're still like following it, but you're like, maybe I'll play on my phone while it's on just to get through it. That's how I feel about this line, this lineup right now. Not There's well, nothing much here to instill excitement in me. Yeah, the Flyers' top two lines are hurt. The third and fourth line have been elevated to the top two lines, and now the bottom 
two lines are just an AHL team. With Kevin Hayes. With Kevin Hayes. There's, like, no discernible talent. The defense should be good, I guess, but are playing like crap. You have Ristolainen as your third pair defenseman with Nick Sealer. And uh, really, the only thing keeping him in games is Carter Hart. And Carter Hart is just getting hung out to dry. I was uh, I yep. called into the Edge of Philly Sports Show last week. Uh, shout out to those guys for having me on. Make sure you check them out if you haven't in a while. Um, on Thanksgiving Eve, during the Flyers Capitals game, which is the only game I watched at length this week because of just uh, comedy and like other shit going on. Um, and even then, like they were in the game in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, they're playing the Capitals. They're like, you know, the Capitals are kind of having a, a tough year too, but they're they're hanging in there. And then, of course, they lose in overtime. It's the only time they get a point all week. The Flyers wound up losing every single game. And uh, they're now seventh in the Metro. They're the bottom and out, man. And uh, they were asking me about what was going on. And it kind of parodied the things we've been talking about, about how this team is not built to that, – that early start was not going to be sustainable. And um, they're getting exposed for the lack of talent. And then, once again, uh, Matty B sent a question in about, do I still <laughs> feel the same about not trading Carter Hart? And I said, Absolutely. And thank God Joey Delco backed me up. I was like, okay, there is some sanity left in this world. It's like, what are we going to gain from doing Yeah, that? why would you trade the only good thing the franchise has right now to build on? Because he's not going to be good, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But apparently Patrick Kane's on the trading block, guys, so we can trade JBR for him straight up and probably uh, do okay. No, Patrick Kane's going to the Rangers. I I wonder. Oh, or the I, Sabres. Definitely not the Flyers. I wonder if JB, how hard JBR is taking his rehab for his finger. I feel like he may just be like, I'm better <laughs> off just not rushing back and healing. And I wouldn't blame him for it. No, Honestly, we need him back so we can trade him for like a fourth round pick later. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think he wants to do that. It's like, ah, I'm just going to chill. I mean, it's guaranteed money, right? So why play? Exactly. Well, that's why Ryan Ellis is never going to retire. It's like it's like why you get your cold diapy. You just want to sit around and relax. Ellis needs his cold diapy. He'll be back in the lineup sooner. Sooner. If you get later. your guaranteed seven million dollars and don't have to risk further injury to cripple yourself later in life, and you don't really care about winning a Stanley Cup, then why the hell not? You know. Yeah, it's this this laziness instilled in society. I tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at this point, I wouldn't want to play know, for man. the Flyers it's either. Tough. It's been tough. Right. I watched the Penguins game, which was a mistake. Well, remember I told you I don't. I think I told you guys this, but I definitely said it on the Edge of Philly show. I turned down going to that game. The Penguins game. I saw my family was going to go. I'm like, you want to go? And mom's like, I'll buy you a ticket. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to like hang out. And I'm glad I didn't because I wound up getting uh, um, booked last minute on a show. And uh, turns out, shout out to uh, Van Jam Entertainment for throwing on a good you show didn't. again. But you didn't want to watch uh, Sidney Crosby score the most goals against the Flyers ever. No, I kind of knew that was going to happen. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go because I'm going to do comedy instead. And then to top it all off, I, I also got offered uh, my, my one friend had extra tickets for Tuesday. And just from uh, various things going on, I'm like, do I really want to rush out of work and have to leave a little early and do all these things and pay for parking and pay for like $20 beers? And I was like, no, what? I don't need that in my life right now. I'm going to pass. And I let it be known that November 2022, Drew Papsky passed on free flyers tickets. Amen. I want to go to a game, but I want to go to like one of the ones where it's like a fun night, like 90s night, 2000s night, whatever they're doing. Swallow a shotgun in your car in the parking lot night. Like, I mean, like those are. Oh, is that Nirvana night? No, that's uh, (laughs) 
That's <laughs> that's going to be uh, Chuck Fletcher when the trade deadline passes and he gets no uh, good offers because I know he's hamstrung and their team is just free-falling like a Tom Petty track. Yeah, you're thinking that Chuck Fletcher's going to make it to the trade deadline. Uh, he might. Yeah. He he's might get fired soon. I So it's I guess it's a matter of how long can you claim injuries are the problem and not look at it from the sense that all the people he signed were not good. I mean, I don't well, I think, think that's fully true, but I, th- the injuries have, haven't helped him. But I once mean, again, yeah, a year, there, are he... couple, there are a couple contracts that are that I wouldn't have given out. Like, I like Scott Lawton, but I wouldn't have re-signed him. I like Travis Sanheim. I wouldn't have re-signed him, though. I would definitely not have re-signed Ristolainen after last year when yeah, he was like your biggest not. trade piece, basically. I think the risk to line and resigning was more of a sunk cost fallacy than anything else. I don't, yeah, I don't hate the law and contract. The years are a little uh, washy, but that, that three, that three mil, like if everything else worked out is fine. I think the biggest things for me are the Sandheim and risk to line and contract. Cause those, those are okay. If everything else is going well, but now the microscope's on those two contracts because everyone's hurt. And then these guys aren't producing at the level because they can't hide in the lineup. That's I think it might've been angry Jim who pointed out like, Chuck Fletcher signed the previous GM's draft pick who like was underperforming in Sanheim to an eight year deal for a bunch of money. And uh, like, is that weird? Like normally GMs want to clean house and go with their own folks. But uh, Chuck Fletcher seems to want Sanheim in the lineup, even though he's like just kind of been average and best improved twice. Yeah. It's, it's that uh, Jimmy Carter speech. I I referenced last uh, winter. It says sense of malaise. The state of the Flyers is not good. It's just not, man. It's It stinks. There's nothing to look forward to about this team, and I'm sorry to have to break this news to you every week. It's very frustrating. I don't know how it's going to get better because the Flyers are finishing up uh, November uh, this Tuesday playing the Islanders again at home, and then they have continue their homestand with the Lightning coming to town Thursday. Oh, boy. And then uh, Saturday, the Devils are coming to town. The New Jersey Devils, you know, that team that you used to take lightly. Um, they're bouncing back. So um, the good news is that this keeps going. Hopefully uh, all of our guys get healthy and we can get a good draft pick. Right? That's uh, Well, they haven't. Glass half full. I don't know if you guys saw the – it was like Bill Melter was arguing with somebody on Twitter about how, like, the draft is a crapshoot and like you can't predict talent. And they were like, the Flyers haven't picked superstar talent in the draft since Claude Giroux, maybe. And they're like, and then Bill was like, the Flyers farm system was like top rated five years ago. And he's like, and and the, the person arguing with him was like, yeah, but now like all of those top rated prospects, like what do we have? Maybe Joel Farabee, you have like a middling Konechny and Provorov, like, none of them panned out to be the superstars that they were projected to be. And now you're like, this team has a problem with drafting superstars and then developing talent. Like it's well, been that way for is, years. Yeah, developing. Well, also I, I think to be fair, and I don't think anyone ever thought connecting would be a superstar. He'd be like a top six, like winger or top nine winger that contribute. I don't think anyone ever thought he'd be like a, you know, also he's close to being a 30 goal scorer. He's there. Um, I know, but it just hurts when yeah. the flyers had their chances to get, all the like the Flyers had the chance to get David Pasternak, and I forget who they picked, but it wasn't him. Travis you know? Sanheim. Was it Travis? Yeah. So there you go. Like, 
would it have changed things? Would David Pasternak have de- not developed in Philly? There's would, a good he possibility. Actually, he'd be as good as uh, Grimm and Rubstoff, probably. So that's yeah. the way. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't predict that. That's why I don't like going back and like. Well, I feel re- like a lot of people. Drafts. I feel like a lot of people didn't like the Rubstoff pick when it happened. Just oh, like yeah, they that... did like the Jay O'Brien pick when it happened. <laughs> no, people loved the Rubstoff pick because he was supposed to be like a top ten pick that fell. Oh, I don't for a remember loving it. That was our first draft we covered, I think. So, yeah, this is just. I mean, that draft is overall, if you go back and look at it, it is not good outside of like the top three or four picks. Which could be this year's draft. The top top ones are supposed to be good. That's what they tell me. Not that I know anything because I'd rather not worry about it. Um, the and good news is picks, the Flyers haven't just, really. Ugh. Go it's ahead. Picks like Sam Moran, too. Like, what are you doing? Don't waste first-round picks on Sam Murray. Hey, dude, he was a utility player. He played left wing. He played defense. Yeah, now he's a coach. Pudneys, old Pudneys got his 10 games in, and now he's some development coach or something. What the hell is he going to develop? Holmgren for that one. Project pick. Teach players how to not to have their knees explode. I don't think you could do anything about that. Eat your Wheaties. Drink your milk. Vitamin C. Those lady um, menopausal vitamins for osteoporosis. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, it's it's all to promote bone density. Yeah, I'll give you some bone density, you little you little pervert. <laughs> give you a dense bone wand with two sockets. Oh boy, which uh, is what I'm looking for. Diablo two hour. Here we go. So we're talking about your best uh, potion uh, combination. One rating, uh, Chaos Sanctuary. Um, yeah. See, this is what. See, this is there's many, there's many things in life you can look forward to. I don't have to uh, start or end with the orange and black people. It's it's all going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Sure, I have a, almost a full storage box of full rejuvenation potions if you guys need some. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You would collect those. Like I need to have 10 more in my slots filled. That way I can go on and do something else. Bring I them. collect the regular ones, and then you make them into a full, and then you save them just in case you need them for boss fights. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the driest podcast of all time. <laughs> I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the listeners. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Um, you just don't let the, don't let the flyers hold you back, you know, because it's the holiday season, people, and you need to make sure you get shopping. What could be a better gift than going to phillygoat.com? Phillygoat.com has a bunch of uh, great Philly themed and Philly sports themed apparel, hats. Hats are apparel. You know, you get it. You guys have all been shopping before. <laughs> hats you, are part of things you wear. Yeah, you wear. Go to, don't don't go to a haberdashery. Get a nice get a nice hat from phillygoat.com. And use promo code BULLY at checkout. You get 10% off your entire order. That's promo code BULLY at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Go there. Tell them we sent you. Enjoy the, the savings. Buy some stuff for your family. They have onesies. Uh, they have hats. They have shirts. They have hats. They have hoodies. They have hats. They have a lot of things going on. So if you've got that bald spot going on and have a tender date coming up, get a hat and go <laughs> and go to phillygoat.com, promo code BULLY, and uh, enjoy that. Um also, don't forget, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, this Thursday I'm going to be in Northeast Maryland. That's near Chesapeake City, near Elkton, Maryland, the the, uh, the elopement capital of the world, or at least it used to be. And you're going to be falling in love with my jokes, people. I'll be at the Naughty Goose at Northeast Maryland on Thursday night. Uh, tickets are available. If you could go at Drew Papsky on Twitter or Instagram, whatever, it's in my bio. Ticket information for all coming shows. And then this Saturday is when I really need you, people. 
I got a fundraiser going on, cash bar, got a buffet. We got a Chinese auction gift basket. I'm not sure I'm allowed to say that anymore. But a gift basket, Chinese auction style raffle tickets. And then it's going to be a great lineup. I'm hosting a show. Uh, We got the great, greats. We got Jim Kelly. We got Dan Callahan, Jeff Roser, Emily Page, Ryan Foster, Malachi Ayers. We got so many great comics going to be on that show for only $25. It's for a good cause to raise money and awareness for a kidney transplant. And it could be you. So if that's going to be you. Show up, drink, and then say, all right, I'll stop drinking so I can donate my kidney. Helps out uh, someone in my family. It's going to be Saturday, December 3rd at the Polish American Citizens Association in uh, Clifton Heights, PA. Oh, good old Delco. You can stop and get a Bernie's pretzel while you're there. And then uh, December 11th, I'll be at the Punchline in Philly for the Teacher's Be Light Comedy Show hosted by Lamar Todd. So I got some good stuff coming up. You don't have to worry about hockey. Just go to that. Spend some money. Support me. Or don't. God. Wow. I didn't realize Elkin, Maryland is actually the elopement capital of the world because <laughs> Maryland just canceled all the rules on waiting periods and people just drove there and got married. The yeah, same dude, day. I went on vacation there and I failed a relationship once. I know all about this. I wasn't going there to elope, <laughs> though. Did Thank you get God. eloped? No. Got groped. Drew eloped to the uh, bottle of Jack afterwards. Bottle, yeah, that's what I was doing because the vacation wasn't as romantic as I thought. I was bottle of Jack off. That's what I was doing. <laughs> wasn't wasn't nearly as fun. So I think I, I remember that vacation. Yeah, it was real, real nice and depressed the whole time. It was good. Not me. Uh, so, yeah, you live and learn. You know that's why you to come see me tell jokes. So I don't think about that stuff. But yeah, it'd be cool if some people came out. And if not, it's fine. Uh, just keep listening to my podcast for free. That you fucking animals. It's fine. Just you know, don't don't help us at all in our ventures. Don't support. Uh, Doyle on his quest to become the best Diablo 2 streamer or Jeff in his quest to be the most annoying. I don't know. Or me to do, I don't know, whatever you, whatever you want to do. It's fine. Just keep, keep uh, leeching off the government, man. It's fine. Don't get a job. We should all do Diablo streaming. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone's going to listen to that. Like we all get in a game together and then we just run around killing stuff and we just make jokes. The uh, uh, actual, That'll be the new podcast. The Twitch stream is just us, but it's all of us together. Instead yeah, and then we give away time. we give away bully coins, like, and then something, and then they can win stuff from us with. Bully they win coins. free tickets to my show. <laughs> <laughs> bully coins. It's like D and or Dave and Buster's bucks, but just for our podcast stream. I was actually we hanging... should create a video podcast of this and just have like the video be Diablo two while we're talking <laughs> about the flyers. All right. Well, you know what we can do. I can. Uh, we'll we'll get the final the final time after drew cuts everything together and then i will just screen record me playing diablo for 22 minutes perfect perfect <laughs> watching me kill stuff in the arcane sanctuary <laughs> watching jeff try and shop a wand for 20 minutes <laughs> oh, the most ex- in and out of town in town out of town in town out of town uh, exit game open game in town out of town this is such inside talk i feel like just uh and then once you get the wand, you got to put it in the cube to re-roll it for sockets. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, Cody Wright the other night. We were on that show together. Uh, if you guys long time listeners remember him, he was on our show, and I think he just got, yes. he got destroyed. Uh, supporter of Black History Month. Yeah. What was he, he That's when he, he didn't. Forgot he, what, he forgot what month it was. He didn't know which one of Black History Month. it was like March month. or something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because we were talking about the calendar and how the, uh, Wayne Simmons was on February, which made sense. And then uh, he was like, wait, you're joking. It's March. We're like, what? Like, no, dude. Black History Month is always in February. What are you talking about? 
I was talking to him about the podcast and everything. Then we were, I was also reminiscing about some comics that weren't doing it anymore, including another great uh, guest we had him multiple times, Josh Carter. That reminded Jew me of some, idiot. Of, some of the old episodes, people at long-time listeners, where he literally knew nothing about hockey and just went, wow, what's going on? Just that was, <laughs> The ice is so cold. It's cold, yeah. baby. So that was I just, love how he knew nothing about hockey but played it. Josh? Yeah. He did? I, I thought that. he said he played hockey like growing up, but like he didn't know anything about like the NHL. Uh, well, his brother really liked hockey, so that makes sense. Yeah, his brother actually worked uh, in a job. I think Allegedly. He still does. Allegedly, yeah. Worked. Yeah. Yeah. He did a job. So that just uh, that brought me back to some old podcast memories back when we were full of hope and German Repstop and Konechny and Proverov were all going to be studs. And like it just brought it all back around to like basically time is a flat circle and I have no idea what's coming. And as Jim Morrison said, the future is certain, but the end is always near, especially when Joel Farabee is getting bumped down to the bottom lines along with Kevin Hayes. I don't know what's happening, people. The Flyers are well, just going to we're going to keep we're going to keep doing this every week. I mean, what are we? How are we going to get through this season? They haven't played those players who got bumped down are not playing responsible hockey, and now Tortorella is telling them that it won't stand. Well, apparently he's also some Flyers media members are getting very uh, disgruntled with Tortorella's handling of them. I mean, I get it. Listen, Players this was a huge issue after Saturday's game. Media in members, Long Island. media members were complaining on Twitter. I heard tell it was two specific media members who work for the same newspaper and report at the same time who replaced one old fuddy-duddy media member who got, I guess, retired. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he was necessarily fired because he got a severance package, but they they retired him. Well, yeah. Well, he also was probably working for so long they're like we don't want to pay you that much money anymore. It's probably yeah. But I don't see how hiring two reporters to work for the same paper is more efficient than having one reporter. Well, Jeff, I just think you don't understand how newspaper business works because near do I. I don't know how it's still in business. And then it's like okay, so you're. I think the question was regarding the 22 seconds where the Islanders scored and then Kevin Hayes immediately turned the puck over in his zone, which led to another Islanders goal. Uh, And they were like, what happened in that 22 seconds? And Tortorella was basically like, you don't need to quote from me to know what happened. (laughs) Like you just write your fucking article. Well, I just think he's just so frustrated with talking about it that he doesn't want to just, he's like, I don't care anymore. Also, it's always telling Here's how you know things are bad. When Bill Meltzer writes any kind of like his post-game blog stuff, if it's very factual-based and not much analysis, it's like Bill is he's, he's burnt out too. And we saw this a lot yeah, in mean, the last season, but I just saw his post-game article for the Islanders, and there was like no – it was just fact-based. Uh, Flyers went over well, two on the power play. Carter had yeah. to, and I'm just like – and I get it because it's really like, – look at what we're doing right now. I, yeah, like, how do you wax poetic about this? Like, it's what easier you to talk in the summer say? about this team. <laughs> do you want Tortorella to be like, I completely regret my decision. I should have stayed retired, but I wanted that sweet, sweet guaranteed money. <laughs> like, uh, if I was him, I would take it too. Even if they fire me, I still get paid. So he's just going to hang in there and deal with it for as long as he has to. And they'll collect the rest of his money when they fire him in like two years. This is an evaluation period to see what they have. And um, not a lot is apparently the answer I'm seeing so far. Um, but no. truth be and told, the good news is some of these players will go on to other teams and fill a role in the next two years, guaranteed, and be fine. Like the problem is, 
some of these players may not, but some of them I think will because they'll just be able to do that, and then they'll be fine because there's a whole team built around it where they're not having to do things. Like, for example, Nick Obkubel winning a Stanley Cup in Colorado or uh, all those other, you know, like we see this happen. We also see where the Flyers have a bunch of players on their team that never play no NHL game after they leave the Flyers. I think that might happen this time too. The Chris yeah, Vandeveldes and all that stuff. At least we don't have Vandeveldes on the team anymore. Remember that time, guys? R.J. Umberger could be worse. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they kind of been replaced be with Nick Delorier. Doyle, we're trying to be trying to be positive here. <laughs> Nick Delorier even makes yeah. more money than Vandeveldi. Jesus, makes like three times the and salary. It's like a, there were a lot of fights against the Islanders. That was cool, I guess. Yeah, I didn't watch a that's, inkling that's of that game. On the active Nick, roster I think right Nick now. Nick Delorier fought a people in the Pittsburgh and Islanders game, and everybody was like, yeah, this team cares again. And you're like, I would rather them win than care. On the active roster right now. Both. Nick Delaria is the fifth, <laughs> the fifth gro- high in grossest contract for forwards. That's including the fact yeah. that Cam Atkinson and Connecting are on the active roster, even though they're not on the IR and they're not playing. So that's just kind of funny to me. But he's fighting, guys. Yeah, he, he has a no movement clause because we need to save that level of talent. No, don't talk about his skating like that. He's not that bad of a skater. Get it? No <laughs> movement clause. <laughs> we need to make sure that if Fletcher gets fired, the team doesn't lose a top tier talent such as. Fourth line fighter Nick Delaurier. Well, I think he'll be a very enticing piece of the trade deadline for a team that wants to bottom out and go for the top, the top five draft picks. So maybe someone will pick him up. I feel like with all this controversy around Tortorella interviews, they should just start asking questions like, "Do you think Chuck Fletcher should be fired?" Because he he said he would only answer questions about the team. So you'll be like, from a team perspective, do you think Chuck Fletcher should be fired? Yeah, they, they have been. <laughs> <laughs> they have been. He has been laying off the players. Cause I think he just realize, re- realizes realizes it's not working. Sorry, wheels are falling he off. Realized. He realized. Wheel. Really well, realized. what the hell are you going to yell? Like half your team is AHL players. What are you going to do? Oh, these guys suck. I don't have the talent to win hockey games in the NHL. It's a real bummer. Anyway, I'm going to go eat dinner. <laughs> yeah, there, there really isn't nothing he can do. Like I, that's why. Yeah, like, like people... what are you going to say? The, the NHL players I have don't do what I want them to, and the AHL players are trying their hardest, but they're just not good. We, That's every post-game interview. We knew this was coming <laughs> all summer, all last spring. We knew this was coming. And um, the first week of the season was an outlier. And that's what, that's what we, this was, we knew it was coming. We saw it. The tank crowd should be happy. It was guess, like, right? what no, are they... the tank crowd's not happy because they're like, they're not even playing. And you're like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> Well, I was in the tank crowd, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, oh, cool. I just know it's is what it is, and we got to let it run its course. And this it's almost also... like that first week of the season is like, you ever heard about what happens when people get like severe radiation sickness, like what happened in Chernobyl and like in Japan, where they have like a kick where like they're 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 going really bad, and all of a sudden they have uh, like a, a, d- a few hours or a day where they feel fine, and like oh my god, and their body like feels like they're about to heal, and like oh my god, I'm cured, and they just fucking die. Like this, then it all falls apart. That's what that first week of the Flyer season was. We knew it was coming. Like, oh boy, and they're like, oh, we're, we're back, we're back. It's like just kidding. Back downhill. It's sick. It's a sick thing. Sick, sick world we live in. So the Flyers are akin to radiation poisoning. Yes, I'm, I'm equating that human suffering. Now the Flyers are like, we've extended our Black Friday no fees deal through the end of next season. Buy tickets, please. <laughs> Wait, Jim, please why don't you share tickets. that text? Was that text you got? Was that legit? Did you ever like follow up on that, or was that like a spam text? No. It might have been a spam text. It seemed pretty legit, though, just based on the way it was written. And also, I can't see someone trying to give away Flyers tickets for free as spam because who that would fall for that? Who wants to go? Pitchers and catchers. Uh, man, few all months, I people. know is 
this year I've been offered Flyers tickets from like, I like you know how my dad used to get them through people. Yeah, and he's like, "You want to go?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm just gonna stay at home and watch this game." Yeah, you can't bring your laptop in and play Diablo two while you're watching the game. So why the hell? I mean, we're uh, listen. I mean, as press, yeah. as press, we could go to the game anytime we want. But I'm could mostly just imagine? concerned about mostly just concerned about COVID. <laughs> wait, no, let's, go. let's go. Let's wait. Hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's a little a little company outing. <laughs> we'll go to the press box. We'll all bring our laptops and we'll all wear like suits. We have let's dress the nines. And just sit there and pull out our gaming mouses, get get a, a glass of milk, and sit there and play Diablo 2 in the press box <laughs> until someone says anything. Our friend Angry Jim is at almost all of the games, and I admire his resolve. Yeah, th- I think he's a lot more mentally ill than I thought, man. What the hell is, what the hell is your problem, Jim? Jeez. Nah, I like, I it's love not Jim. even like just going there and like driving there and then being there late and then having to go to work, work the next day. It's just not... Wait, are like you? You are watch you... them lose seven to one, and then you're like, "Oh, cool! Well, I guess I got to go home now that it's ten thirty. Jeff, why are you pulling <laughs> back the curtain? Work. All our listeners think we make a living off of this. <laughs> we have we don't oh, have day right, jobs. Yeah. We're podcast <laughs> moguls. We survive solely on our Philly goat. Yeah, goat this promo. and my uh, my fifteen dollars of dick jokes at the the, the, the laugh hut, the laugh factory, <laughs> the, the, la- <laughs> the laughing Larry's the laughing bunker. Yeah, that's all. That's how I survive. <laughs> That and the free beers and French fries they give me. How you doing? <laughs> Do so, you get free French fries and beer? No, I don't. Sometimes I get free beer. Oh. Though. Or like, is I'll, it like a limit? Is it like one free drink? Because is it one free joke? One free drink for every laugh that gets a joke. No, for every I, joke that gets a laugh. I would never stop drinking that because I'm hilarious. Uh, but there <laughs> it depends on where you go. Sometimes they give you drink tickets. They'll give you a tab. Give you a couple free drinks, or like the one place I did was a BYOB this past week, which was awesome. I can't wait. I'll be there back there again in the winter. Uh, they, 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 you know, the whatever, like they give you like your fee, your cash, and then uh, which I like to give me cash. They don't always Venmo or Cash App me like a lot of their promoters do. And then they have in the green room or in the back, they have a cooler of beer, fireball shots, and water for all the comics that are there. So I'm like, dude, this is perfect. I'm like, please make me go up early. That way, I can just sit here and drink and watch the rest of the comics and bullshit. And that's what I, that's what I did. It was great. So like that's because the guy was a BYOB and kind of throw. But usually, if it's a bar, they'll like throw you some drink tickets or they'll throw you. Uh, couple like a couple rounds on the house or or none at all depending you know times are tough they're charging a goddamn three percent service charge if you use a credit card at a lot of places now so just you gotta pass. be careful if you're using venmo for your joke money because government's gonna track you down like, irs oh. is gonna start taxing that yeah i'm like sorry I'm, I'm, it's not from uh telling jokes from selling drugs they're like oh so carry on <laughs> i'm an entrepreneur sir uh, not me i live in a state where it's recreational get off my back yeah get the hell off my back bucko copper Speaking of copper, uh, November is finally ending, people, and I'm, I'm very sad about it. But... I thought you were just going to start talking about like pennies, copper wire. <laughs> Speaking of copper, <laughs> I guess the girl with the bloody mouth tastes like pennies, mass, eh? Um, but yeah, November is over, and uh, it was a good run. It was no, a good it run. It wasn't. It was not. The good news. You didn't about... do anything for it. I drank bourbon. I I watched I watched noir movies, and I reflected Doyle. I reflected very heavily during that time period. <laughs> also played sound clips we couldn't hear. I reflected heavily on the fact that uh, there's a corruption deep within this Flyers organization. <laughs> Her name was Valerie Camillo. She walked into the bar. I knew she was trouble. A skirt. I mean, you know, it's also possible is that they're just going to promote Chuck Fletcher and then make Danny Breer the GM instead. The yeah, Flyers love doing that. They're going to do that. what they did with uh, 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 
what who was it? Uh, Paul Holmgren. They're going to give him a promotion. (laughs) Then, you know, they'll just hire somebody else. The Flyers handle their organizational, their organization, just like the Catholic Church handled the priest scandal. They keep, like, shuffling guys around, (laughs) promoting, like, oh, whatever, didn't work in this situation, so we'll put him here. Hopefully he'll change. (laughs) Chuckles, you're going to run the main Mariners for a bit until things cool down, and then you'll get an executive assistant position. Yeah, just that's exactly how they do it. Just keep shuffling around, hoping, like, oh, don't do that again. Except the stakes aren't as high, I guess. Um, I mean, when you look at, like, look at Minnesota now, besides the cap heck they're in, like, as soon as Chuck Fletcher left, they started being, like, perennial deep-run playoff teams. And the only person he really drafted from there that had, like, was super good was uh, the Russian dude, Kaprizov. Ah, yes. They also had a good goalie. Kale Tabbitt. No. I think Cam was there for a while, wasn't he? If he wasn't the goalie I'm thinking of, what's his name? He was there last year. Who was the guy they had for a while? It was good. I forget his name. Devin Dubnik. Yeah, Dubnik hit a couple. He had a couple good years, and then they uh, there wasn't wasn't uh, Fletcher. Nicholas Backstrom. Fletcher was involved in the Parise and Suter signings, right? Yes. Which yeah. is why they're currently in cap heck. Yeah, they uh, they did the buyouts on them. God, maybe we right. can somehow he could just trade some contracts for some of Minnesota's players. Yeah, it's good. Alex Goligoski, baby. Well, Minnesota yeah. just traded for Ryan Reeves, so maybe they're lining up in a two-team swap. Flyers are going to pick up Reeves for a first-rounder since Chuck Fletcher doesn't know how to value talent. Or maybe... I was thinking more along the lines of, like, Matt Dumba. Old Dumbutt. Well, that's, a, that's a quite a name, and then you have Jeff. There he goes. The Jeff The Jeff nickname, always a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbutt and Mudcutter. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah, at this rate, if... if Mudcutter doesn't pan out. <sighs> Nothing's going to pan is Jay out. Jay O'Brien ready? Is he going to play? Nothing's going to pan out. This is just this is what. What's we're, up with Jay O'Brien? We are. Morgan who Frost we are. is getting more and more ice time to prove that he's completely mediocre. So that's cool. That's been great. But you guys understand Jay that Brian. that uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Brink should be back within a month or so. <laughs> yeah, and he'll be playing in the AHL. I don't like. It's not like yeah. you know great. Well, dude, with our roster Are you right now, me? it actually he could be and he could make the Flyers for like a couple. They can't of games. send down Lucas Sedlak or Cooper Marity could be coming up. I mean, who knows? At this they point, can't send down Sedlak or the Cates brothers. They'd be breaking up a dynasty. It's like when the Oilers traded Gretzky. Yeah, a dynasty of shite. No, I've actually I've I've really enjoyed watching uh, Noah Cates play this season uh he's one of the, been one of the few bright spots for me i don't know if he's like going to be a, here like long term but um i think he's played pretty well given his opportunities and it, he's definitely impressed me oh and tippett's still the guy i think who's definitely stolen the show as far as this season his consistency and his uh what based on what we saw last year to this year i think he's still played pretty well the problem is the rest of the team just we don't have enough talent to support that and i would like to see tippett on a team of the Flyers that actually had some talent he could be a supporting cast member on and not so much having to be a top-line winger. But, hey, it is what it is. Right, people? When they traded Claude Giroux, it all went downhill. It was already going downhill, and they just had to get him out, out of here. And here we are. So, um, what are you guys going to be doing with the rest of your week, knowing the fact that the Flyers have three games this week they're probably going to lose and extend that, that lose streak to 13 games? How do you guys feel? Oh, they have three games? Yeah. I told you earlier, Yuck. they got the... Tuesday, they have the homestand. they got Tuesday versus the Islanders, Thursday versus the Lightning, and Saturday versus the Devils. Oh, so. that's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it doesn't look good. No, it looks bad. 
couple division might, games. Maybe in there. they'll beat the Islanders. I mean, they might. Wonder how if long they this... want some like uh, if Tortorella gets them fired up to f- play against after getting embarrassed and on this ten game losing streak and the Islanders being part of that. Uh, I mean, there's like the the Flyers have been a lopsided scores where they're giving up f- four or five goals a game. They gave up. All right, to put it, they gave up. Well, how many did we count? One, two, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten games. I, I think I counted that right. Ten games this month alone in November, they gave up at least four goals, and, if, and quite a few of those were five goals. And everyone's going to blame Carter Hart, but it's really not. Even Felix Sandstrom can't blame him. No, so the Flyers' longest losing streak was 13 games, where they were 0, 10, and three. There's a good chance after this week they could tie that, or and they win that one. That will have been that will that that original 13 game losing streak was less than a year ago. Yeah. So the Flyers could have a longer losing streak inside of one calendar year. Yeah, this is what we come to expect from this team. This <laughs> is why I'm buffer. not looking. For, we none of us were excited <laughs> when we did our pregame show. Uh, this is just this is we, this is who this is what we're doing now. This is what it is. Cool, fun, great. You guys got anything else before we wrap this up? I don't, I don't like talking about this team anymore. It's going to be so exciting when the promo video is just Diablo 2. It's like it's going to be so exciting where every week we get together and it's like giving a fucking eulogy. <laughs> That's what it's going to come down to. Only I mean, six more months. And then what? We were sold the summer. A, we were sold a bill of goods, right? We were sold a bill of goods <laughs> years ago. We've been waiting for this bill a of goods. Platform of, of hope and patience. And yeah. we got neither. It's like buying war bonds back in. Uh, goddamn uh germany back in the 1910s and they lose world war one like oh shit the value of our currency has gone down so much we're burning money to keep warm it is refreshing to see that the penguins fans now hate ron hextall as much as flyers fans do i don't know if you've been keeping up with that saga but the penguins are on like a for their standards a pretty ridiculous losing streak yes everyone's place in the division right now they're trending back up but they were that's why i said for their standards and like now everybody hates ron hextall and they they don't like any of his signings and i was like ah yes yes yeah they're trending Story back remains up the same because they got some guys back from injury and all that stuff where the flyers keeps getting hurt and hurt and hurt and we keep getting hurt and hurt and hurt and everyone gets hurt and the end speaking of hurts go birds yeah but shock Terry comes back in uh february no shut him down open up shop the whole rest of the year yeah. don't bring him back for honestly what? A, the guy what? coming off of, of a trade what? deadline a f- run just to fixed, have fixed back surgery just to put him on a line with JBR for like a couple months so he can get yeah. get get a couple passes for an easy tap in goal and then like, oh look, JBR still has it. Let's trade for him. Like, nah, dude. I'll pass on that grass. Well, you no. know they're gonna play him though, right? I, I don't want Doyle, why are you doing this? Ryan Reeves got well like the who well, the Rangers got like a fifth round pick for him, maybe? Third round pick? They can get a third round pick for Ryan Reeves. I don't understand why JBR couldn't go for at least a third. Maybe if someone needed power play help that bad, maybe. But yeah, like Ryan Reeves isn't even good. But he he's at a, least JBR's analytics are decent for people who care about that stupid stuff. But Ryan Reeves passes the eye test because he plays with a grit and physicality to his game that is much needed in the NHL game. Jeff, do you even read? <laughs> Duh. If you don't hit or fight, then how are you ever going to get traded? That's why we keep having Ristolainen and Delorier and McEwen. Uh, I feel like Ristolainen doesn't hit that well either. Anymore. But he's big and he could hit if he wanted to. That's the idea. It's it's the it's the implication. <laughs> true. It's the implication. Uh, so <laughs> when Tortorella was like, "It's cool that he's big, but his hits don't ever do anything." 
That's okay. He'll twenty seven. He's only on the team for another uh, you know, five years. So he's here till twenty thirty. Don't Remember worry. When the stock biggest, market will like, bounce back by then. We'll good. We'll be good people. Remember in the offseason, we're like, this Nick Sealer signing is bunk. It's if he ends up playing bottom six minutes, it was a waste. And now him and Ristolainen are the bottom pair. While Justin Braun stay, stays at the second pair, being like, I should have quit when I had a chance. <sighs> yeah, I mean that goes back to guaranteed money. If somebody's going to sign it, I'm going to take it. <laughs> Justin Braun should not feel bad about stealing money from this team. I'm not saying you should feel bad. I, th- I feel bad that Justin Braun's been asked to do this role that he was not ready for at this stage in his career. But whatever, he still played admirably. Chuck Fletcher tried to do him a solid, trade him to the Rangers. It's not yeah. his fault they fell apart in the playoffs. Yeah, they could just do it again this year, can't they? Yeah, hey, when I'm back, Hopefully. Justin J. Braun's. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey. So nice, you do it twice. It worked, worked for teaming, and you want to try this one? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Anyway, you guys got anything else? I want to... No. I'm done. I got to screen record me playing Diablo to do this promo. No, I hate <laughs> you so much. If you do that, consider my resignation. It better just be you shopping a wand. <laughs> don't do it at all. 30 seconds of running in and out of town. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, I'm sure you will. The, what, no, you, what, you're going to quit the podcast? <laughs> you're just going to escalate your timeline. You're going to quit anyway. Well, I'm funny Drew now. I'm uh, Chuckles Papsky over here getting booked. First of all, I was always funny Drew. Second of all, I have another comedy podcast I do. I don't need you guys anymore. Nah, I don't do it anymore. Gonna keep all our Philly Goat uh, Co. promo money that we get from a promo code bully for 10% off your order. PhillyGoatCo.com. Well, yeah, when I when you have a million dollars, why don't I share with you fucks? PhillyGoat.com has been a huge boon for our existence. So. Wait till the draft king reads comes in. Then I'm then I'm running away with the money on the railroad. Ah, ha, ha. Dude, if we could get draft king rings or draft king reads, that would rule. Yeah, well, stay tuned. We might. So we shall see. But uh I want to thank you guys for listening to our Flyers Diablo 2 um therapy session podcast. I hope it was everything you wanted. I hope your November, your Noir Vember was good, and I hope you continue to uh follow along with the show. And if you don't, I get it because the Flyers stink. But uh go birds. Uh, December's coming up, and I'll get you guys with some Fokelberg next week. See ya. This has been the Broad Street Bully Podcast with your hosts, Drew Papsky, Jeff, and Doyle. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out broadstreetbully.net for the latest episodes and daily content about the Philadelphia Flyers. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the BSB Podcast. Yeah, da 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 da.